0: Hello, I'm Kate Wheeler and I am in studio with the lovely and talented Christine Bentley and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union. Expecting more for your money, that's wealth Esteem. Ooh, let's talk about about sex, sex, baby. baby. (laughs) We promise we won't sing any more of that song. But a recent study published in the Cannabis Journal claims that unlike alcohol, cannabis has a positive effect on couples when consumed together, increasing the odds of intimacy and providing more opportunities for bonding. So we're kicking off the show today talking to Kelly Schwartz. She's an erotic expert and health coach who says cannabis can be quite effective in trying to bring back that part of oneself that feels a little lost after having children, maybe. Mm. We are undoubtedly in the age
1: of the self-care and me movement where women support each other to unapologetically put themselves first. But there is something missing from the self-care conversation. An Instagram-based campaign launched called Me and IUC. It's a birth control education campaign and self-love movement offering a platform for women to connect, share, and inspire each other to put themselves first by making informed birth control decisions. We'll be joined by Christina Chang, who celebrated her sweet 16 and her baby shower at the same time, 13 years ago, and...
0: She'll talk about why she decided to be transparent about what could still be considered a taboo topic today. Mm -hmm. Now, film critic Ann Brody will have the latest movie and TV reviews in Saturday Night at the Movies. And local artist Wes Mason is going to perform his brand new single, I Want Your Love, in our studio sessions. He's also bringing along Kofi Black, who features on the song. Now, Kofi used to be a background vocalist for Mariah Carey. I wonder what that was like. Are Mm. you a Mariah Carey fan? I like her voice. I think her, personally, she seems a little out there. But don't
1: they all? I mean, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I I just don't know. Travel expert Candace
1: Sampson has some smart travel tips to think about, and we'll have a chat with Google engineer Kamal
0: Singh about encouraging girls to code with her children's book. I actually gave that that children's uh, book to my niece. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loves it yeah yeah she loves it. she's uh, learning all kinds of stuff and her dad's in tech so yeah, he's you know, shepherding things along. Now so stay tuned to the show and don't forget to follow us on social media at what she said talk and you can visit our website that's what where you can watch videos, read blogs and of course you could download our Apple podcast in case you missed the show- Mm-hmm.
2: She said,
3: Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com.
4: I just spoke to a Meridian advisor about variable versus fixed rate mortgages, and they told me that
5: variable rates change based on Meridian's prime rate. Exactly. And that you could pay your mortgage down faster if Meridian's prime rate goes down. How did you know? I spoke with an advisor too.
4: So let's get a Meridian
5: five-year variable rate mortgage at 2.90%. Totally. Totally. Apply today at meridianmortgages.ca or visit a Meridian branch.
4: Rates subject to change without notice. Some restrictions apply. 2.90% APR assumes the typical example of a new mortgage.
2: What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and
3: lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
1: We are undoubtedly in the age of the me movement where women support each other to unapologetically put themselves first. But there is something missing from the self-care conversation. A brand new Instagram-based campaign has launched called Me and I U C., It's a birth control education campaign, offering a platform for women to connect, share and inspire each other to put themselves first by making informed birth control decisions. Joining us now to tell us more is Christina Cheng, so welcome to What She Said.
6: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, you're a creative producer by day and have bravely opened up about your personal story to help promote this important discussion. Uh, you celebrated your sweet 16 and your baby, shower at the same time, and that was 13 years ago. So tell us about that.
6: Yes. So I was in high school, um, a, a freshman, met a sophomore, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just all happened so fast. So I was pregnant at 15 with my son, Elijah, who is 13 now, turning 14, and I had when I was 16. So my family had this crazy idea to celebrate Um, my sweet 16, and my baby shower at the same day. So I'm born in (laughs) June. That would have made me seven months pregnant, which is pretty much the perfect time to have a baby shower. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, so I come from a very supportive family, and um, I was so nervous telling them. Um, And once they said, you know what, I got their blessing, they said, you know, this is a blessing. Um, We're we're in this together. I don't want you to live with regret, so we're going to go with it. And, yeah, that's, that's how it came Was out. there
0: ever any decision not to have the baby yes. because you were so young?
6: Yes, yes. Um, so my son's father and I, we were, I was 15, I think he was 16 or had was turning 16, and we found out, we went to a local youth um, health clinic, and we found out there. And right away, my first initial thought was, I want to get an abortion. I'm so scared. Um, but at the same time, I was so young that I still wanted my mom there with me with the procedure because that would have been my first major mm-hmm. surgery or procedure mm-hmm. of some sort. So regardless, she was going to have to find out or I wanted her to know regardless. I didn't want to go in there by myself. Um, so yes, the initial thought was that. And um, it's so funny because, because I was so young and i I was clockwork. I was every 28 days. And, I didn't work, so I didn't have money to buy tampons or pads. So my mom knew. She's like, I think it's time that, Mm. you know, I'm supposed to be buying you the products. And you didn't get your period And I know you're every 28 days because I know when to buy it. And I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) So she basically knew before I knew because at first I was in denial. I was here thinking, you know, I'm going to get it. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. I was um, extremely, like, active at the time. And so I thought maybe it's just a change in my cycle. But, uh, yeah, and so I found out, and she kept asking me and asking me, and finally I said, yes, yes, I am, and then from there, um, told her, and she was super supportive, and that was really the initial thought, I was just so scared of what my family's reaction would be, Mm -hmm. um, because without their support, I would be screwed, Um, but once I got that approval, I felt a lot better, and so... So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it sounds like it, I mean, it all ended really well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it brought the family together more than anything. But after you stopped producing milk, you explored the birth control pill. And that's when you sort of had a few scares again.
6: Yes. So, again, this was, I was in high school. All I knew was after my... um my gynecologist appointment after I had given birth, um, he said, okay, your, your only option or he, the only option he gave me was a birth control pill. And it was the tricycline low, which was the lowest dose of hormones um, for that pill or that, that line of pill. Um, and so that's what it was. And so I didn't explore anything else. I just kind of took that first initial um, recommendation. And and then I've been I was on it from 16 until maybe... My son was about 9 or 10, maybe Mm
2: 9.
6: So almost 10 years I was on on the pill, on the tricycling pill. And every month I would celebrate every time I got period because some days I would miss it or I would have to double up the next day if I missed it. So it was a lot of like inconsistency, um, inconsistency, and it made me nervous. So I started, that's the only option I had at the time. Um, but as I got older and technology had advanced, um, every time I went for my annual physical checkup, my family doctor would say, you know, have you heard of the IUC? Um, would give me the pamphlet. Um, and I would say, yes, I have, I have. And I would take the pamphlet, but never do anything about it. Um, and for me, I believe it was fear of change because, you know, I was comfortable with just that one option Mm -hmm. for so long. Um, and doing something also internal, internally have to like started scared me as well Um, so the next year comes through and again she says you know have you heard of the IUC here's a pamphlet again here's the procedure what it takes and again I said okay took the pamphlet thought about it didn't really do anything about it again Um, and it's not until a girlfriend of mine uh, got it and she said she she was a fan of it she loved it she's like girlfriend you don't really get a period anymore. <laughs> um, and I was like, what? And she said, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Um, at the same time, there's no more scares. You know, you know, it's in you, you know, it's, it's safe in there for like the five to 10 years. Um, and so I said, okay, so next physical appointment I had, I said, let's go for it. Let's do it. Okay. Let, let's
0: explain that. Let, let's okay. explain because it, it's it's an IUD, but it is an updated version of an right. IUD because it's a hormonal. It's an intrauterine con, uh, contraception yes. as opposed to a de- as opposed to a device. Right. So, and I had concerns because I had an IUD. A long time ago, and it wasn't they—they they weren't good. Infections spread easily. All kinds of things can happen. See, they I can had get, one. They can get embedded because I couldn't do the birth control. Part. Yeah. So, but but they've changed. Right. Um, my friend of mine, who is is a gynecologist, said no, no, no. Like if you're, you, know, you should not that I need anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, but the IUC ha- has come a long way. So, but why did you want to be transparent about about this, and why move forwards with your with your okay. campaign?
6: Um, I feel like I'm an advocate for it because, one, I got pregnant early, so I was kind of like doing things backwards. Um, two, I already tried the birth control pill. Um, obviously never really dealt with comfort, comfort there mm-hmm. um, on a monthly basis. And three, I feel like um, through storytelling I can, you know, start conversation. So, for example, when when Narrative PR had reached out to me about the first Uh, Me and IUC campaign last year, um, they would send me a few um, social assets to post and um, talk about the conversation. And so from that first campaign, my DMs on Instagram were flooding. And not just from women, um, millennial women, younger women, older women of all sorts, but also men. And that's when it really shocked me, like, wow, it really is a game changer. It's just something that can start conversation. So uh, one of my guy friends had just, him and his partner had just given birth. And he said, tell me more, I wanna know more because my partner and I are exploring options now. Because, you know, she's a newborn, we have a newborn. Um, And we don't want any more scares. We live in the city. We're artists. We can't afford any more children by accident. And so that's when I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is a conversation beyond just women now. Um, And then when they reached out to me for this year's campaign to be more involved in a more extensive level, um, I was so for it. And I wanted to be transparent because it it was making change through social. Mm -hmm. I was getting conversations through comments and DMs.
1: Um, Now, the other thing, too, that we should mention Mm -hmm. is that it has a higher... Uh, efficacy rate than the pill.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure.
1: So yes. it's, what is it exactly? 99.8 Na- or something. Ni- and the pill is only 91% yes. for for the average user? Mm-hmm. Right. That's a huge difference. Yes.
6: Percentage-wise, yes. Yeah. And so your comfort level, I mean, you can sleep You can sleep well at night. Um, But also I want to be transparent because, you know, my son and I are so close in age that he has social and his classmates have social media and they all follow me because they think I'm the cool mom, you know, and they want to look at me for trends and whatnot. So I wanted to make use my platform and educate them as well um so if they're seeing what my posts are i and if they see that i'm an influencer that they you know i'm the cool mom the cool parent the older sister whatever it may be they see me as i want them to also know their options especially as they enter high school in september i also want my son to also educate um future girlfriends um talk about you know what are their options i also want them to educate i want him to also educate his his guy friends about options when they start becoming sexual active sexually Mm -hmm. active so i really want to be transparent because again the platform is open and i don't know who's going to take any insight from it?
0: Okay, so how where do people watch your video and learn more about the hashtag Me and IUC campaign? So
6: on my social, it's all over at Christina G Chang, but also it's on at Me and IUC Instagram as well that they have populated. Um, so so if you
0: if you go and you hashtag Me and IUC, you'll, you'll come up and find exactly it. along and
6: with two others as a part of the campaign.
0: And you're encouraging other women to share their stories yes, too. Yes,
6: for right. sure. One of the DMs I got was a woman who has been struggling with contraceptive options, and she said, you know, um, a lot of complications, and, and I told her where I got it done or where I've been going for my PAPs and whatnot, and I said, you know, it's Women's College, and they're great there, and... Um, Although I got my IUC done at Family Doctor, but I said, you know, I'm down to go with you to Women's College and see your options because she was, she seemed so scared. And I was actually willing to, you know, go with her or even get to know her. Um, obviously, it didn't happen. She was like, I think I'm okay. But at the same time, yes, I want to encourage people to really take hold of their future and their health. All right. Well, thank you, Christina Cheng, for joining us today and telling us all about, once again, it's
0: hashtag me and IUC. Yes. Thank you so much
3: she What she said, with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back.
1: tell you about my friend Alfred. Alfred has truly revolutionized dry cleaning in the GTA. You see, we're all busy. Some may even say too busy. And Alfred's laundry list of services are here to help. They include wash and fold, dry cleaning, alterations, as well as shoe cleaning and repairs. Alfred takes care of it all. Simply drop your garments off with your concierge or at any Penguin pickup location in the GTA and Alfred will take care of the rest. Learn more today at AlfredService.com or through the free Alfred Service app. Sign up today and get a first-time discount
0: by entering the promo code WHATSHESAID. Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand-new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it. You'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905 489 1400 Elevate your brunch Sundays at DRACO. What she
2: said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest, and lovable.
3: Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
0: As parents, we tend to put our sexuality on the back burner, wishing it to come back by magical thinking or simply just letting things go and ignoring it. With legalization and the right guidance, our next guest says cannabis can be quite effective in trying to bring that part of oneself that feels eternally lost after having all those wonderful children. <laughs> Joining us now is Kelly Swartz. She is the founder of Awoken Beauty and an erotic expert and health coach with more than 10 years' experience in the realm of human sexuality and expression. Welcome what she said. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Now, you are a mother of 3 and they're all under 4. All under 4. Yeah, okay. So you recently <laughs> wrote a blog post calling called Cannabis and Intimacy and Parenting. And you talk about going through a rough time dealing with mild postpartum depression and not being the mom you wanted to be. So tell us about that.
7: Well, 3 kids is a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have family. Uh, in in Canada I'm not Canadian and it was and winter is very very long Mm. Um, so it was just it was a lot it was a lot of overwhelmingness and whenever you become whenever you go through a transition like motherhood there's always a big change in who you are and even though I had gone through that change already this was my third baby Again, three kids is a lot of kids, and my all my children are very young, and you lose yourself in the process, right? You're, mm-hmm. We have all these expectations of who we want to be and who we want to become, and there's so many outside expectations two uh, we see on social and uh, especially on social but we see all these um, portrayals of the perfect motherhood with the you know the perfect six-week postpartum body that uh, bikini body and things like that and there's so all those expectations and then of course there is the wanting to go back right I, that I encounter with my clients all the time it's like I want to go back I want to I want to rekindle my relationship but I want to go back to my body I want to go back to my sex life I want to go back and like there is no going back your life is different right now there is absolutely no way of going back to what you used to have there is a going forward um and like a question I asked him is uh when was the last time you had very loud sex And like, what do you mean loud sex? I'm like, yes, loud sex on the, you know, on the kitchen floor or even loud sex in the bedroom. It's like, oh, I can't do that. I have children. It's like, well, there you go. You can't have what you used to have. You can have something different. So um, in this article, it was a big um, aha moment for me. Uh, First of all, uh, becoming very, very, very vulnerable with my audience and being like, well, as much as I portray that, you know, this mother in, that makes granola for her kids and, and so on, I am struggling and I'm really, really struggling and I feel like a failure often. I actually just wrote a post about Mother's Day and how I felt it was a terrible day for me again because I, I was just, I just wanted to get away. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to want to do that mm-hmm. every once in a while. Um, but uh, what I discovered with cannabis, I, I, um, I thought I couldn't consume cannabis because I've been nursing. Uh, and I went to this event in which Jack Newman, the god of nursing, uh, he, he gave a whole explanation, a scientific explanation on how it is safe to consume cannabis while nursing. Pregnancy is a whole other world, but uh, nursing is basically fine. So I went home and I'm like, okay, we had some CBD oil. I took some CBD oil and it did help a lot with the stress and the anxiety and the, more, more, the, more than anything, the overwhelmingness. But the CBD is more of a, of a body high in a way. Mm-hmm. But the THC is a other thing. So we did take also the THC oil at another point uh, and it was incredible. And that's what it did rekindle in a way like that, that part of me that had been lost after my third child so
0: so you say getting stoned with your husband was the best thing you did for your marriage in a long
7: time. That's right. But, but you've done cannabis in, in the past. Uh, well, I, I hadn't done cannabis since I had children. Because i have been either pregnant or nursing for mm-hmm. a really long time. Right. Um, or both at the same time. So I hadn't done cannabis basically since I had. Right. Children. But you had done it. So it wasn't like a whole new, uh, a a whole no, new feeling. No. Yes and no. Um, because cannabis nowadays in le- in the legalization mm-hmm. age is a whole other level of cannabis it's like when you were in college and you drank wine from uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. like a yeah. like a, of a, uh, a box mm-hmm. like a milk carton um and it was like you know it's wine and it was it usually gave you a headache but it you know did the trick or vodka or like it, it was like it mm-hmm. was alcohol usually poor quality but what you could afford it what was and cannabis was kind of the same kind of as you got whatever you could from the guy um, I, I'm from Mexico so it was you know whatever the guy had and it was usually came within a, in a pack of, of a newspaper uh, rolled and there was a lot of seeds and whatever mm-hmm. it was it was nowadays you have options and there's uh, th- specific strains for specific things specific strains uh, specific percentages of THC versus CBD um, and those are not only the only cannabinoids that exist with in the the plant and also different ways of consuming it it's not the same taking oil then vaping then edibles then smoking um so in and again i hadn't consumed cannabis since i had children so were you surprised and how it made you feel very surprised because i hadn't i'm not the same person i was before. I am a mother of three mm-hmm. with a very, very overwhelming schedule and very sleep-deprived and and, and so many balls to juggle. And cannabis gave me back part of my erotic self. And that's one of the big things I, I like to talk about and my like okay. to promote. Well, research yeah. <laughs> has found that marijuana users tend
0: to have up to 20% more sex than non-users, and women who smoke pot not
7: only experience an increase in libido, but they have better orgasms, too. Okay, so ex- this is exactly what I want to get to. So the erotic self, the erotic is the part of sexuality that uses the brain. And mm-hmm. the brain is our largest sex organ, and the one we usually don't use um what cannabis does is it helps us take away the all the to-do list that we have in our brains because usually when when we encounter women and we have candid conversations which don't happen very often we don't have those safe spaces or a lot of them which is like how is your sex life and it's like oh i really can't get into it or i'm thinking about a gazillion other things or i just want him to finish so i can you know move on to the next thing and it's usually a head thing it's not a body thing it's a head thing so cannabis allows you to stay more in your body and stay Mm -hmm. more present in your body and at the same time put that to-do list on you know on the side for a little while it's not important because you are much more present you become much more present now if you overdo the cannabis or there's certain strains Mm -hmm. of cannabis that can make you very sleepy um or it can make you too giggly for sex although i think sex and giggles are a great combination um unless the other person takes it personally uh, or they should giggle too uh so it does that right it does take you out of that space of um of just overthinking everything Okay, so, so you're actually hosting a workshop for women That's true.
0: Sex, Cannabis, and Intimacy. It's going to be on May 22nd in Toronto. So tell us
7: about that and, and what's going to be happening. Well, after after my first experience with cannabis, um, after parenting, I was like, oh, well, this is a whole new world and I know nothing. I thought I was a smoker, I I, I I was a user, I knew my stuff and I really don't know anything, especially in this whole new world. So I'm bringing an expert, Tabitha Fritz, uh, that will be talking about cannabis. But I think the mo- the most important thing right now is education and to aid- educate ourselves and know what is out there, how we can use it, how we can access it. Um, the OCS website is not the most user-friendly. It is not. And all. you can't even see what you're buying. You only see the container. Yeah, which, what, it's, what good it, is that? Yeah, it's... it's pretty horrible, hopefully it will change. Uh, So I'm having, uh, she will come in to talk about that and I will be making the connection and hosting a, a very intensive workshop on self intimacy and how you can connect self-intimacy, intimacy, and cannabis. It's a women-only workshop to make it a safe space. There will be wine. There will be some food. There will be really fun swag bags, uh, which may or may not include chocolates. And, and, edibles. and edibles. <laughs> No, They're still illegal. You they're still illegal. <laughs> oh. But may include some, maybe some lube. Um, we shall see. You'll have to come and see. We have to come and see. Yeah. Okay,
0: so where can people go to get more
7: information um, about you, that? Well, you can find me on social as Awoken Beauty on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and my website is also awokenbeauty.com. And you can and there's there are links to the event all over my social. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can if you just do a search of sex, cannabis, and intimacy on Eventbrite, you can also find the workshop.
0: Okay, so it's awokenbeauty.com.
7: Why do you call it awoken? Well, to reawaken my to whole reawaken. my my whole um, shtick or my my whole goal not shtick but my goal in in my work in the work I do is to reawaken the erotic. It's an erotic reawakening. Mm-hmm. So excellent. Well, thank you very yeah. much for coming in and and telling us all
0: about this. It's it's interesting. I just have to go and attend and maybe. Pass the information on to my husband. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you.
7: My pleasure.
3: What she said with Christine Bentley and
8: Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say, be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. Yay! And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply.
2: What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable.
3: Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
0: It is time now for Saturday Night at the Movies with our film critic Ann Brody, who is here with us in studio. And we are starting off this week with John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. And Parabellum comes... From Latin, and it
9: means prepare for war. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is war. There's nothing else but war. What a disappointment. Oh, no. You are looking forward to that. I was so looking forward to it. John Wick, the original film, is a fabulous story about a boy and his dog, a retired assassin. Uh, Thugs come in and murder his dog. That sets him on a rampage. As it should. Yes. And the audience is so with him. And the second one, okay, this one is only about this artificial war that's been set up by the high table of retired assassins. He's a member. Uh, It's so tiresome. It's just, it's 20 minutes too much fighting. Uh, There's no heart to it as there was in the first outing. And I mean, Ken Reeves, God love him. He's come back at this age. He does all his own stunts. He's remarkable. And he's such a dear person. Um, As he came out, not that long ago and revealed that he'd given most of his money that he he'd, he'd mm-hmm. earned over the years to charities. So I'm so disappointed with this one. Parabellum. No, 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 no. All
0: righty then. So that's not on our list uh, <laughs> for the weekend. That's for sure. Yeah. What about the biggest little farm?
9: Oh, it's so good. Okay, good. <laughs> we <laughs> got it's a good one. Oak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a crazy little story about a couple of city folks in L.A. who move out to the country, uh, blasted heath like a desert. And over the course of seven years, they document their experience and they turn it into a sustainable, uh, biodiverse, gorgeous, thriving uh, farm with something like 9 billion different things, different species growing on it uh, from water creatures to fruit trees to crops to animals and pigs and you get to know the animals they're just so dear and the way they're presented this couple was completely naive when they came in and you see them struggling and learning and going to their muse who dies halfway through and they see how his vision how it actually was going to turn out in the end and it's it's become a garden of eden just sensational what about peter lou That's interesting. I don't know if it's everybody's style. It's Mike Lee. He makes uh, Mm -hmm. unusual films. Um, It's about the Peterloo Massacre in Manchester in the 1810s or whatever. When the corn laws were in, the taxes were super high, and it it appeared as though the elite were trying to wipe out the lower class – so there was a revolt, not a revolt, no, it was a peaceful protest. They met in the square, St. Peter's Field Square, 60,000, and the um, the governors and the king sent in uh, horseback soldiers, and they trampled and sabered and killed and injured so many people. It was one of the worst chapters in British history mm-hmm. at home in England. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so then we have Aniara. That's uh, yeah. adapted from a sci-fi epic poem by the <laughs> Swedish Nobel laureate Harry Martinson. Okay, so
9: it is they epic. Made a movie. Okay, it is epic. It takes us over thousands of years. <laughs> Ultimately, so yes, yeah, so Earth is falling apart. I mean. The way we are watching it right now when is it going to be too late and people are leaving for mars there's a great building structure surrounding it and it's like a a, a mall now and the transit ships are very high tech however partway there a nail juts into an engine and they are rendered unable to steer <laughs> so here they are in space with a hundred thousand people on board And they live, they grow algae, they live, they manage to, so it cuts six year, year six, year 23, and on like that. Very interesting, and just flashes of complete brilliance and long stretches of flat nothingness. So it's quite an experience. One strange trip. Ask Dr. Ruth. Also one strange trip. Oh, she is so (laughs) delightful in this thing. You know, she had a very sad upbringing. She was uh, sent off to an orphanage during um, the Nazi regime by her parents to save her life. And she was a slave at the orphanage, which was for Catholic girls. Um, She never saw her parents again. She moved to the States and discovered her passion, which was human sexuality She had three marriages. The last one lasted 35 years, and she single-handedly changed the conversation about Mm -hmm. sex in, in our culture. She made all those words, those thoughts, those desires normal, acceptable, all part of just being a human being. And she still lives in the apartment that she got 54 years ago. And her spunk and spirit remains as high as ever. I like to think of her as the Mary Poppins of sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and
0: uh, just wrapping it up, we've got the second season of Jennifer docu uh, docuseries Future History um, is out on, on APTN. And now you've also done an interview with her, and it's, yep. up, on our, it's up on our website yeah. and all over social media. And there are always... Uh, movie and tv reviews. Mm-hmm. And now. many more this week too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At what she said talk.com. So Ann Brody, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you.
2: She said.
3: Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com.
0: Google techie Komal Singh was taken aback by her four-year-old daughter's assumption that all engineers are men. So she decided to do something about that. She joined forces with a group of Googlers and wrote Ara, the Star Engineer. It's a book aimed at children ages five to nine and uh, inspires kids to explore STEM subjects. And she's here to tell us more about it. Welcome to What She Said. Hello. Thank
10: you for having me. Well, first of all, tell us about your role at Google. Yes. Um, so, at Google, I work as a program manager within engineering. Um, mm-hmm. I've been here for about three years. Prior to Google, I've been working in the tech sector for almost uh, 13 years. I'm a software engineer by background, and I've held various um, roles um, as a programmer, a developer, a delivery lead, um, program manager. And um, here at Google, I work some, with some amazing folks building amazing things and products for the world. So, tell us again why you decided to do this. Yes. um, So I have two children. I have a daughter who is five now. And when I started the book at that time, she was four. And I have a boy who is now one. And um, I was working from home one day. I happened to be on a video conferencing call and she could see the faces of people who were on the call. And then she would ask me, who's that person? And what does that person do? And I would go, oh, yes, that's Alex. He's an engineer. That's Mike, my manager. He's an engineer. That's Kurt. Um, And it was 10 people and they were all men and all engineers. Um, And by the end of it, she goes to me, Oh, Mama, engineers are boys, isn't it? So when she said that, I was pretty bummed out. Um, and given, then, given that you are yeah, one. <laughs> given that Did I you say mummy as an engineer? Uh, okay. Well, she knows that, but I guess. She needed the a optics. lot of reiteration. Yeah. And, um, and when I started researching more, it turns out that, you know, girls, there's well-established research out there that girls start dotting their intelligence in STEM as early as six years old. And it turns out, you would be surprised to know this, that children's literature, especially picture books, less than 5% picture books are actually authored by people of color or feature people of color in leading roles as protagonists in books. Um, and so I thought that there was an opportunity Opportunity to introduce engineering and STEM and science to kids in a very whimsical manner mm-hmm. by showcasing the diversity that we have, even though limited diversity um, is what we have right now. But um, I thought it would be a great idea to encourage them and inspire them through picture books. I, I find it fascinating that, that there's.
0: I, I sort of still get, because of my age, that, that people think of you know, even doctors mm-hmm. or engineers or, as men. But I'm surprised that only 5% of books feature
10: people of color. That's right. Um, and this was a research that was published recently by The Guardian. Mm-hmm. And I bet, you know, a number of uh, books re- related to STEM or engineering are even less than 5%. Probably we're looking at something that's even less than like 1%, I would imagine. Okay, so So, tell us about Ara, the Star Engineer. Yes, so Ara, the Star Engineer is a picture book that um, features a young girl called Ara and her sidekick droid, Didi, on an adventure to count all the stars in the sky. And in doing so, what they do is they visit a fantastical land of Innovation Plex, which is actually inspired by Google Plex, um, and it's the Google headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, they visit Innovation Plex, and then they enlist the help of real-life women engineers to solve their problem. And in doing so, they discover an algorithm of success that's comprised of the four Cs. That's courage, creativity, coding, and collaboration, and in um, using these four Cs uh, or keys of of success. They are able to solve their problem um, and count all the stars in the sky while having fun and while meeting a very diverse set of real-life role models. Now, it's not just a book, though. It's
0: It's been turned into an app that connects with these yeah.
10: fascinating... Um, <laughs> fascinating goggles. That's correct. Um, So we wanted the book to be more than just a book. We wanted the adventure to continue beyond the book for children. So there is the website of the book, which is arastarengineer.com. And um, we have a number of activity sheets for children to download and a number of other learning resources for parents, teachers, and kids um, to play with. But besides that, the book has also been converted to an immersive um, 3D experience, which can be viewed using um, any VR glass a virtual reality glass um and uh, using Google Expeditions. And it's all free to download and view. So, you know, kids can actually see in a very realistic manner what a data center looks like, you know, how huge a data center can be. Um, so I think such visualizations go a long way in sparking their imagination and curiosity.
1: But it seems to me that this book
10: would inspire boys as well as girls. I mean, it really is for everyone. It is for everybody. I, it's not just for girls. It's for boys and girls and other non-binary genders. And and also, not just for kids, one of the things I constantly hear from parents and teachers is how much they themselves learned from the book. So, yes, it's for all genders and all ages, not just children or girls. Well, of course, it begs the question, there
1: must be another one.
10: I Yes, there will <laughs> be another one. And we're actively seeking feedback from our readers and fans on what is it that they would like to see more about Um, So, yes, if you have thoughts, questions, email us.
1: What do you get from, uh, what kind of reaction do you get from teachers? Because I think teachers, you know, try very hard, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to
10: influence
1: um, the optics for children of certain things.
10: Yes. um, So children, I mean, teachers and parents both are delighted by the book because, you know, it's not an academic book that teaches you how to code. That's not what it is. But it actually does introduce coding concepts, but in a very playful manner. Um, and um, that's what people find very endearing, that they can talk to kids about algorithms, but in a fun manner. You know, we can write algorithms to brush our teeth or algorithm to go to school. And some of the teachers have told me that um, the kids are writing their own algorithms to feed the cat. So, you know, when kids are already thinking of breaking a big problem into smaller problems, that's kind of like computational thinking 101. Did this sort of exceed... Your wildest expectations? It did. I will not lie. It did. You know, my whole effort was just focused on getting a good book out that... For um, your daughter? For not... Yes. Initially, my daughter, but then I realized that the cause was much bigger than my daughter. It became a cause. Um, So... I wanted to get a good book out. But since then, the response has been just overwhelming. Um, the book is being converted to about 10 other languages um, in 10 other countries. Um, and um, so many other groups stepped up to help me out with things like the activities and the the immersive experiences um, and the response and the fan mail and the letters that I get from teachers and children is just amazing. So we want to make it clear, though, this book is not an official product of Google. That's correct. It's not an official product of Google. But um, Googlers helped you, and Google helped you too. Yes, Googlers, my peers helped me out. And and like I mentioned, they helped me with things such as building the website, helping me with activity sheets, um, coding the VR experience for the book. Um, So I had a lot of help. I love some of the um, characters
0: and their names. The tenacious troubleshooter, the code commander, the prolific planner,
10: and the intrepid
0: innovator. I mean, you've given them such great handles of what
10: they do. You know, we wanted to introduce um, uh, kids to titles such as vice presidents and directors in engineering, but through a, a fun bridge. So we thought, you know, what is it that these VPs and directors and techies do well, they, they, they solve problems, so they're prolific problem solvers. And uh, most of the time is, is um, spent around troubleshooting problems, right, or troubleshooting things and refactoring code. So that takes a lot of persistence. So the tenacious troubleshooter. And um, you have to come up with bright ideas to old problems so that you can solve them in a novel manner. So that's the intrepid innovator. And then the code commander um, is, is nothing but a way to speak with computers and to um, you know, make computers understand um, what you want them to do, and hence the code commander. Has, does your daughter get it now? She gets it. She's very inspired to solve problems. You know, I haven't quite heard her say, I want to be an engineer, but I've heard her say, I'm a problem solver. And I can troubleshoot this. I can fix it. So I think it has really boosted her confidence. Um, and, you know, the aim of the book is not to... Convert children to be engineers, which would be really awesome, by the way, but to convert them to think themselves to be problem solvers Mm -hmm. and troubleshooters and fixers of things and creators, not just consumers. But also
1: able- Anything is within their reach if they want it. Yes. If they want to do that, then nothing
0: would stop them. Yes, absolutely.
10: So, Kamal, where can people go to get a copy of Our Other Star Engineer? So, the book can be um, bought on Amazon Mm -hmm. or any bookstore, such as uh, Chapters or any of the indie Mm -hmm. bookstores as well. That's excellent. Thank
0: you so So much much. for joining us today and and for doing this. Yes, I think it's amazing.
10: It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. (laughs)
3: What she said What she said with Christine
4: Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. I just spoke to a Meridian advisor about variable versus fixed rate mortgages. And they told me that variable rates
5: change based on Meridian's prime rate. Exactly. And that you could pay your mortgage down faster if Meridian's prime rate goes down. How did you know? I spoke with an advisor too.
4: So let's get a
5: Meridian five-year variable rate mortgage at 2.90%. Totally. Totally. Apply today at meridianmortgages.ca or visit a Meridian branch.
4: Rates subject to change without notice. Some restrictions apply. 2.90% APR assumes the typical example of a new mortgage.
5: Fear of
0: missing out? FOMO flies out the door when you listen to Lena. Who knew? I hope
5: everyone will know by the end of this segment. Every time you come in, you have such great news to share with us. Oh, thank you. I love sharing great news. Yes, I want everyone to know about it because it is such a great cause. I almost had tears in my eyes. It is phenomenal. OMG. OMG. Join What She Said
0: weekends and find out what lifestyle blogger Lena Almeida is loving.
2: What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest
3: and now, back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler.
0: Well, joining us now is our travel expert, Candace Sampson, who's here today with Richard Smart, the president and CEO of the Travel Industry Council of Ontario. So tell us exactly what is Tico. Well,
5: well, I think a lot of people, sorry Richard, don't know what Tico is, no. so that's no, why No, including we have, us! Right! <laughs> you don't know, which surprises yeah. me that you why? don't know. Well, because it's been around for a long time, and so it's known as TECO. I'll let Richard tell you a little bit more about what they do. Sure. Right. Thanks,
4: Candace, and thanks very much for yeah. having me here today. Um, Candace is right, T- uh, Tico, as, as we're known, traveling to the Council of Ontario is quite, quite the mouthful, so we, we go by mm-hmm. TECO. We've been around for 21 years. Um, quite simply, we are, we're the regulator um, for the province of Ontario, and we regulate the travel industry, or more specifically, travel agencies, tour operators, uh, travel agent. And you might ask, what do, what do we regulate? Well, we regulate uh, consumer protection. We're, we're, we're here solely for the consumer, to ensure that they get the protections that are afforded to them un, un, under the law. So we are we are a, a creature of the government, so we have the, the power of the administration and the law behind us, but we're really about trying to um, raise awareness and use education to try to uh, ensure that consumers understand you know, what they deserve when they're booking travel. Travel is a very emotional purchase and you want to be confident in what you buy. Uh, and that's what we're here uh, for. Now, in, in extreme cases, when something doesn't go right, we we have other tools available to us, which in, include laying charges and laying fines and and even jail time if if there's something really egregious, uh, you know, done uh, done with uh, the consumer's uh, travel purchase. But that, that's always a last resort. We're really more about. Um, awareness and education.
5: And on the the Tico site, there's a bunch of tips and blogs that help you um, make when you're purchasing travel to help you make the decisions. What you need to know before you book and so on. And what are the factors to maybe balance Right. You know, and I had a friend recently who who booked a trip uh, through a travel agency. And when she got there, the hotel was under renovation. Well, that should have been di- disclosed to her before she actually booked that trip. So mm-hmm. when she got home, she was trying to, you know, speak to the travel agency, couldn't get any answers. And I said to her, well, why don't you go to Tico? Because that they're there to help you file that complaint and get through that process.
0: So should you be looking, if we're booking a trip, should we be looking for... Um, a travel agent that is Tico registered, or do they all yeah, have to be?
4: Yeah, well, we have a saying, look before your book. Uh, right. <laughs> if, you keep, if you keep that in the, the, in the back of your minds. Every travel agency, the business, needs to be licensed and registered with Tico in the province of Ontario. It's against the law not to be registered with, with, with Tico. Every travel agent needs to go through a certification program to ensure that they understand the laws and the consumer protections that, that are available to consumers. And Candace is right. Uh, we we, uh, we do receive, I mean, there's millions of travel purchases done in, in the province. Mm-hmm. Um, and And we regulate the whole province and and particularly up in in some of the more rural communities the the the, the awareness and knowledge of teco isn 't uh, as, as strong as it is in the more uh, urban centers like Toronto mm-hmm. and ottawa and london and and so on so it is a challenge to, to get our message out and this is why we appreciate that but Candace is right we we receive a lot of calls a lot of a lot of complaints from time to time around misinformation and disclosures that that are not provided. We don't regulate customer service, and that's one of the things that consumers sometimes um, are, are unclear about. Mm. And so, if you don't like your food, or you don't like the color of the beach, or you don't like the view <laughs> from your from your room, we don't we don't cover that off. But if you if you're misrepresented, if someone tells you there's, you know, five a la carte restaurants and you get down, then there's two, or there's a, a major renovation yeah. going going right. on that, that you were not made aware of. Um, hmm. That's an issue uh, for us, and we we receive those complaints. We process thousands of them you know, over the course. Well, of what kind of are the, times.
0: the the biggest complaints you get?
4: Um, as I said, we got a lot of customer service complaints, um, mm-hmm. and we try to educate the consumer. Uh, we got a, a, an awful lot of airline complaints, the lost baggage, the damaged mm-hmm. baggage. These <laughs> yeah. days, and people, you don't,
1: yeah, you're you know, not...
4: people seem to be sitting on tarmacs <clears throat> a mm-hmm. long time. We don't, we don't cover that. But where there's um, disclosure issues, both before the sale and after the sale. If something goes on after the sale is made, the agent has a responsibility to inform you so you can get a refund um, or or be provided something <laughs> in the alternative. So let's
1: just keep one thing clear. Lots of people do book travel online through big sites mm-hmm. so uh, they would not be covered. Yeah, like that's... if you book through Expedia or and you don't go to an agent.
5: I would say if you are in Ontario, your safest bet to protect your purchase is to make sure you purchase your travel through a site that is registered at TECO and exactly. that's super easy to do. You just exactly. scroll to the very bottom of their website, you look for the symbol. Yeah, exactly. And that is there, my point because you
4: you're not really protected yeah. if you're going. Yeah. It's, in- a, it's a great point. And by the way, Expedia is registered with TECO. Oh, okay. well, so, then so, there you, so go. you go. Don't
0: there go. be trashing e- Expedia. No, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't mean to. I
1: was just yeah,
4: asking. No, but I
1: was just asking because lots known, of people yeah. go online and book, like, especially know, millennials. There, they there go. are
4: lots and lots of other travel sites online. You're absolutely right. I think the stats are close to 80% of of, uh, uh, of consumers begin their purchase online. And there are you know a vast number of travel sellers who are online, not registered uh, with Tico. They're operating out of some province or some country uh, that's not regulated, and, and we don't we don't have anything against them. But we say, why why would you forfeit your consumer protection mm-hmm. uh, deal through a, yeah. a registered why, yeah. travel agency? Exactly that that's my point. They're knowledgeable, so, they're experts, and they they can offer you some good value. Great. don't well,
0: you tell us exactly what the website is because you can file a complaint right online. So it's Tico.ca. Tk. T-I-C-O dot C-A Exactly. Perfect. Thank well, you. now we know. Now we Here know. We and so does everybody else. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for coming All in, guys. Thank, thank you very
4: you. much.
3: What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate
8: Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian. Expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Have you met my friend Alfred? He's revolutionized dry cleaning in the GTA. You know we're all busy. Some may even say too busy. And Alfred's laundry list of services is here to help. Wash and fold, dry cleaning, alterations, as well as shoe cleaning and repairs. Alfred takes care of it all. Simply drop your items with your concierge or at any Penguin pickup location in the GTA and Alfred will take care of the rest. Learn more at alfredservice.com or through the free Alfred Service app. Sign up today and get a first-time discount by entering the promo code... What She Said
2: What She Said She's powerful, wonderful Honest and lovable
3: Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler I
2: want love right Two in the morning That's when I felt the pair of eyes on me Without a warning She moving through the crowd Coming straight for me. So lovely
1: The brand new single by singer-songwriter Wes Mason featuring Kofi Black, who are both here with us in studio today. Welcome to What She Said.
2: Thank, Thank you me. for having us.
1: Wes, this song is part of your upcoming album, The Animal Inside. So tell us about the meaning behind the title.
11: The title of the, the song? And the, and the album. The album. Well, The Animal Inside uh, is one of the first songs I wrote for the album. It's, it's a song, and it's about uh, finding your inner ambition, I guess. It's kind of from breaking free from old habits and realizing that you can you know, take on the world, essentially.
0: Absolutely. Now, Kofi, you sang background for Mariah Carey, uh, uh, produced for artists like Wyclef Sean, and Juicy J. How did, how did the two of you connect?
2: Well, uh, it's funny that how we connect. Um, I have a connection in New York and I have a connection in, out here in Toronto. And what happened was the two didn't even know each other. And my friend from Toronto had sent me a record. He's like, listen, I, there's this guy I'm working with. I think you should hop on a record. But then a guy in New York was like, I think you should hop on this record too. And I was like, two people that don't know each other sent me the same song. And
5: I <laughs> it's said, meant to be, It's meant right? to be.
1: And I understand it was uh, recorded at the legendary Tito Jackson's private studio in Los Angeles, as well as the historic Kensington Sound in Toronto. It's pretty cool. Um, what was it like working on the single together?
11: Well, I mean, we we did the single here in Toronto, um, and I mean, like originally, like we, like we actually weren't in the same room when we recorded it. (laughs) Ah, the magic of technology. (laughs) We we essentially, um, so a producer uh, by the name of Kickman Teddy uh, was also on the the track uh, with producer Earl Powell and Ben Pelsha, so the three of us. um, and like i guess like it was kind of just like a party we were having in the studio you know drinking a bit <laughs> just having a good old time and you know we just came up with this beat this this really cool rhythm and uh, we we wrote we wrote the course and kind of just like you know it was just a vibe at first and we kind of just went you know we need a feature on this cuz this is a big track it's a it's a party track and that's when we reached out to him. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: big voice, big track, big party guy. There you yeah, go. <laughs> uh, call, call Kofi when so you need the him. Song
11: next to the lov- n- uh, to the next level. To
0: the next level. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how can people connect with both of you online? Kofi, tell us.
2: Please just reach out to me, Kofi Black Music, K O F I B L A C K Music.
0: That's what it is everywhere and West.
11: Oh uh, yeah, at West Mason Music uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Er- www.westmasonmusic.com All
0: of the usual <laughs> places. So um, are, are you going to be working together again? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Definitely. Well, thank you very much, Wes Mason and Kofi Black, for thank stopping you. by. That's you. Thank you for what she said this weekend. We'll be back again next Saturday right here on 105.9 The Region. But right now, performing I Want Your Love live in studio, here is Wes Mason and
2: Kofi mm-hmm. Black. Yeah. Two in the morning That's when I felt a pair of eyes on me Without a warning She moving through the crowd Coming straight for me She is so sexy Oh, she's so lovely She got me feeling like Oh, 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 oh Now come on over here And whine a pretty girl for me She want me to be the one Play a little one-on-one Looking for a little friend. That's all that matters cause I want your love. Oh, 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 oh. I want your love right now. Oh, 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 oh. I want your love right now. Right now, right now, right now. now. I want your love right 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 now, right now. Right now, right now. I want your love. Oh, yeah. Three in the morning. Got her hands all over me. I can't ignore it. There's something crazy taking over me. She is so sexy. Oh, she's so lovely. She got me feeling like, oh, 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 oh. We kiss and we don't tell. Back to the hotel. Oh, we can slow it down, baby Go another round with me I like when you fool around I want your love right now Oh-oh, oh-oh I want your love right now Oh-oh, oh-oh I want your love right now Right now, right now, right now now. I want your love right now Oh-oh Oh, oh. Yeah. The way you move, girl, is so hypnotic Scramble in my frequency, messing my logic Excuse me, girl, if I sound out of my pocket You make me want to shoot one off like a rocket, yeah Sexy devil in the red dress, yeah Flow with you, you know I said, yeah Tonight we gon' stress less Go in this room and make a mess mess I want you love right now Oh You love right now Oh 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 I want you love right now Oh 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 I want you love right now right now right now right now I want you love right now Oh 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 I your right oh, oh, oh I want you love right now